Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, so before we went on the air, yes. Kevin was giving his own version of Dear Evan Hansen, which was a little darker. Because he just yelled at Evan. Kevin just told him to stop whining. <laughs> stop it. He's so mean, Kevin. <laughs> He's going through a lot. I know. That he's was got, like the first time I saw it, and then I realized what was really going on the second time. He's got a cast time. on. I know. He doesn't do laundry. He wears that blue shirt every day. It's true. Let alone, I hope he's a right-hander, because like, otherwise he can't. That was my he concern. Can't, he can't do any papers or anything. Like, he can't text, really, one-handed. No. You know? no. That's, I was concerned. That was actually what I watched yeah. the whole show, was like, how are you going to write? I write. How are he's you going to text? Oh, great. Then the show ended in an apple orchard, and I'm like, what happened? I, I was like, I just zoned out for two and a half hours wondering sudden, about we're this eating guy. apples. I don't know. What's going on? Is this the apple tree? I, okay, that's really what I wanted. What's going on? That's really what I wanted. It was Michael Park to come out. Listen closely. <laughs> Let me fill you in. Didi, Didi. I just played that song yesterday. That's so funny. I want to say to Michael Park, instead of singing the song about the baseball glove. Skip song. Let's just have... I know that's Hashtag on... Hashtag skip song. I feel bad because I think that's a lot of people skip song And yet I was show. somewhere and I'm it was an sorry. older generation... And, and he's so, so good in that moment, and no, the scene is so good. But I was with someone recently, an older generation person, and they were like, oh, that yeah. is my favorite song in the show. And I was like, wait, really? The glove one? Like, the like really? And they were like, yeah, oh, man, he really connects that. So I thought, all right, well, maybe that just speaks to maybe not older, me. Yeah. older generation. Guess and so. also, it's a thing he'll never have a chance to do with his own son. Right. That carries that extra weight. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what oh, I mean? No, it's all, he'll never I get to like, teach his own son about. It's laced in all of it, but. Yeah. I, oh, my, actually, come to think of it, it is a really beautiful moment. Yeah. But oh a yeah. lot of people skip it. Yeah, I do. Uh, mm. I listened to the first couple of songs. Me too. I always listen to like the first four or I'll five listen, songs. I'll listen to, does anybody have a map? Then I'll go into Waving Through a Window. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's such a good opening number. So good. And then I'll go into Four Forever. Yeah. And that's usually then when I, maybe I'll make it to uh, 
Dear Evan Hansen, dear Connor Murphy. Yeah, that's a good up. Because then it gets gets. I mean, like then it's it gets dark. A I mean, heavy. it gets so heavy, and I'm like, oh, I want happy show tunes right now. Oh, speaking of happy show tunes, hold on. Speaking of happy show tunes, uh, we mentioned this last time. You know how I have a shower playlist? Oh, I do know that, Rob. Okay. Speaking so, of waving through the window, so I have a new playlist waving through though. The window, what? To take shorter showers, I have a new playlist. Oh, I've called it. I don't know why it's called Questionable Choices. That's <laughs> how I've named this playlist. Do you want to like hear what's on night. it? Yes. Okay. Um, push to button from Jamaica. Oh, it's like now I'm obsessed from, with it. Not the one from Color Purple. No. This is push the button out the orange juice. Oh, yes, of push course. Push the button up the elevator. Okay, great. <laughs> um, that's literally the song. No, no, no. I know it is, and I'm um, happy that you just gave us some of it. Th- this next song on my playlist is the song that Stephen Sondheim says is one of the best opening numbers in a musical he's ever heard. It's from a musical not a lot of people got to see, which was so unfortunate because I thought it was so brilliant. 20 million people? Nope. And it came out somewhat recently, within the past 10 years. It's... Um, Ragtime? No. No, 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 no. no that's no. 20. Uh, um, what? It's, from the, it's Jason Robert Brown. It is? Yep. It's the musical, Honeymoon in Vegas, and the opening number is I Love Betsy. Oh, it's a great number. Which is awesome. Third one is a little recommendation from you, Kevin David Thomas. Mm. It's If I Were a Bell, as sung by Ernestine Jackson. Oh, it's so In the 1976 good. Guys and Dolls. Original key, you guys. And you have to imagine, usually, you flip into your head voice. You know, like the little, like as I like to say, Glinda voice, if you don't know what a head voice is. You know, up here. That's typically how you sing it. Does she sing it that way? Oh, no. She belts it. Yeah. She like mix belts it oh. like up there. It's and, like, like full has on a religious in original experience. key and she's like wailing on it. Wailing through a window. So good. Wailing through a window. Thank you, Ernestine. Mm-hmm. Which I really want to get her on the show. We have emailed her Ugh. countless times and I she's either unavailable or she's not interested and I can't tell which. Okay. Uh, if she is available, we'll take her anytime. If she's unavailable, we totally respect her privacy. Yes, we do. Um the best staging of, of I Were a Bell I ever saw was the one that I staged. Oh, wow. Jeez. Let me get that hand back from your patting your back. Ah, yeah. oh, thank you. No, I, did I ever see it? Rubbing my hump. <laughs> um, Rubbing your hump. No. Can I tell you what I did? What? I thought it was really fun, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. I dirty guys and dolls 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to do it again. Because, mm-hmm. okay, so this is what I did. You know how it's always done like in some fountain, like outside of a mission? Yes. I was like, they have to get back on the plane uh-huh. to like go to go back to New York. Right. So we did it in the the airport. Oh. It was in the airport. So she like kept ringing the bell that was on the flight attendant's desk. Oh, that's fun. And like she interacted with strangers. Like she jumped on a luggage cart at some point. Like it was a very that's cute. Thank Rob. you. What a good idea. I my, thinking can, outside the box. Can I tell you my second idea in that show that I really loved that okay. I was really happy with? So we go to the hot box twice, mm-hmm. right? We see take, take back your mink, yep, and we mink. see um, bushel, bushel and a peck. peck yeah. So bushel and a peck was the first one we saw, and I was like, I don't want to go back. Susan Shulman taught me this. This is before I knew her, but she taught me this, and it's true. She goes, "Honey, when you're directing, if we go back to a location a second time." It shouldn't look like it looked the first time. Oh. I was like, what do you mean? And she said when she directed Little Women, even though they kept going back to the attic, every time you went back to the attic, it was from a different viewpoint. Oh. So you're always seeing it from a different... So I was like, what could I do to make the two hot boxes different? So the first hot box was the rehearsal for Bushel and a Peck. So all the chairs were up on the table, so there was no audience. But 
all the girls were lining up, and you could tell they were frustrated because they were waiting for someone mm-hmm. to show up. And we had one of the uh, the missionary women run in, apologize, rip off her mission outfit, and underneath was her hot box. So she led a second life. I love it. So there we go. That's Please, fun. Steal it. Also on my playlist, okay. The Beat of Your Heart from the band's visit, which we saw together. Skipped song that everybody skips, but I love, like this from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh my God. Like this. Wait. The moon. Hey, first of all, you, this is a very long shower, Rob. No, I'm doing fine. This is a very long shower. Well, because then I have to get out okay. and dry off all right. and, like, okay. you know, all right. waiting for life. Like which one? Waiting for life to begin. Uh, the wait, new one. No, the old yeah. one. The old one. Okay, because the they're, they're, they've, they've they've streamed uh, the new one through <gasps> some website. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, and I, I think it's yeah. Now I'm gonna get dressed. So for my dressing, okay, I have oh everybody says don't, which is great when you're trying to put on fashion choices. Yes, everybody course. says don't. Everybody says don't. Barbara, obviously, Scott Bakula, Carnegie Hall. Oh, I'm. Th- what was I thinking of just now? Oh, you do. Do you know what I was thinking of? What? No, I was thinking of no, I was thinking of Barbara Streisand's concert. I don't know what I was thinking. No, of. Scott Bakula, Carnegie Hall. Anyone of can whistle. Duh. And then to get myself down on the train, <laughs> Gloria, the '80s song. Like, Gloria, 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 I got your number. Oh my God, Gloria! <laughs> if everybody you. wants you. you, on behalf of our listeners and myself, I just want to thank you for letting us know what your morning routine is. That's nice. That's nice. Do you have oatmeal with cranberries? <laughs> oh, dear God, no, no. That's a throwback to James no. Lipton. <clears throat> when you listen to Gloria, is it in mono or hi-fi? <laughs> so bad. That is so bad. What, the impression is bad or yes, the questions that he's asking? all of it. Okay, well, fine. That's a note. <laughs> I can run with that. Oh, God. Thanks for the adjustment. Oh, my God, man. I, I was in a real quandary yesterday. I was at a restaurant. And the server, who was not a very good server, was at the table next to me talking to a customer. And the, the, she, the customer asked her, goes, how's your show going? And she goes, oh, well, you know, she goes, thank God the director is gone. She goes, boy, directors really don't do anything. She goes, now that he's gone, we can make it our own show. Boy, he was so bad. I just want to, when we give a note, we're not doing it to hear ourselves talk. We're not doing it for our own health. We're trying to be helpful to you. We want you to look the best that you can possibly look. I mean, listen, I know we've worked with bad directors. We've also worked, I've also worked with bad actors. What do you <laughs> want from me? I just, I don't know. It just really upset me. Yeah. I, I, uh-huh. well, <laughs> I had to listen to Gloria twice that day <laughs> to get over my bad mood. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm done. So you want to move on to favorite things or no? Should we just call it a day? Oh the gosh. waitress said directors don't know what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. And whatever show she's in, if you're listening to this director, get back there. Oh, wow. Because she's changed your show. She's changed. We give you notes to make you look good, to make you look better. What if it really is a really bad director on that show who really is like useless and really gives stupid notes? Fuck him. He got the job well- <laughs> over me. We've all worked. I'm not saying, I am not saying that all directors are perfect. They are not. But come on. Thank uh, directors don't do anything. She didn't what she should have said is, is that this director doesn't do anything. This director is not a good director. She doesn't go, oh, oh, directors don't do anything. All right. Great. Happy to know that. Am I, is it my turn? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, I'm excited great. to see where this is going to lead. So I'm really excited. Okay. Um, 
Uh, this is, I don't even know how to describe this as a favorite thing. Oh. It's a, I'm going to say it's a series. That's, that's, that's the best way, or events. God, I don't even know how to talk about this. I'm just, I've just been wanting to talk about it for such a long time. Jeez. I don't even know what to up. call it. Well, it's something that we should be doing in this country that we are starting to do that we don't do as well as we should be doing, and London does it all the time, and they do it really successfully. Not make tea. I was going to say universal health care. Not, not universal health care. Um, Gun control yep, and making No tea. guns. Uh, review of some kind. It, uh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, just Because I don't even know how to articulate this. Yeah? But I feel like if you love theater, you should all go to see these at some point in your life. This is NT Live. National Theater Live. Oh, of course. What a gift. In fact, I just had a student who was from Scotland, and she said, oh, my gosh, I never would have gotten to see Angels in America if it weren't for the NT and, you know, broadcasting. Kevin, I'm so happy you said, oh, what a gift, because this is an incredible gift that people should be taking advantage of every single opportunity that it arises. So just for those of us who need a little refresher on what exactly this is, is the National Theater in London, which has been around now for 50-plus years, decided in 2009... They were going to start broadcasting right. live from the national productions in in their three spaces. Right. Um, the first one was Phaedra, starring Helen Mirren in I June mean, of two thousand nine, and it was only broadcast in the United Kingdom only. It was only in the United Kingdom and on seventy screens. Right. And it reached fifty thousand people. Which that's insane. Then it started to expand. Um, then four months later, they did their second production, which was All's Well That Ends Well. 300 screens. Uh In 2018, how many screens? 700. It went from 70 to 700 in less than 10 years. So if you don't live in the time zone in London, they record it and then they broadcast it on a delayed broadcast. They do encore productions of it. They're currently in their ninth season and their broadcasts have now been experienced. Are you ready for this? By over 5.5 million people in over 2,000 venues around the world, including the 650 venues in the United Kingdom alone. Isn't that like the whole point of what the arts is supposed to do? If you the national theater is the national theater. It's for everyone who lives in England. So if you can't get to London, why should you be deprived of seeing a wonderful theatrical experience? So that is what they do. Now, our issue is, is we don't have a national theater, which is a topic for a whole other... And they're funded by the government. I mean, they're they funded get, by they the government. They We're get, one of the... So they can take risks because the government subsidizes them. The government subsidizes as, as well as private donations, but the government subsidy, the government saying we support the arts allows for these great productions to come out. Yeah. Um, they're Biggest broadcast to date. Do you know what their biggest broadcast to date was? Not Follies. No, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it was Benedict Cumberbatch. In Hamlet. In Hamlet. Yes, of course. Seen by over 550,000 people. Ugh. So this is... And, and it's not just their big plays, too. They do their original works, revivals, um, we were very lucky because in 2014, the National Theater recorded its first production on Broadway. Do you know what? It, do you remember what it was? What year? Uh, 2014, it was James Franco and Chris O'Dowd doing Of Mice and Men. I do recall that And now now they're branching out. Now it's also uh, the old Vic, the young Vic, shows on Broadway, things from the Donmar. Um, So one of the things that I think was so cool there last year, this is what they were able to give us. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead with Daniel Radcliffe. 
Amelda Staunton in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, Mm -hmm. and most importantly, Amelda Staunton in Follies. Now, uh, you can say what you want about this production of Follies. It has finally been captured. It's on film. People can watch it years from now and see what Follies is supposed to look like on stage beyond just the recording of it. Right. So this is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Why are we not doing it? You know, you could say that, yeah, you're right. Because even the Lincoln Center tapings are for archival purposes. Lincoln Center. They're not for the average audience, Joe Schmo, in the middle of. You have to go to New York. You have to make an appointment. Mm -hmm. And you have to watch it then. And you'd only get to watch it once at Lincoln no, Center. I can only think of the times, and they were they were very risque when they didn't. Remember all the controversy when they did Legally Blonde and they broadcast it on MTV? Yes. You know, and it was a very big, because they thought, oh, we don't want people not yes. to go see the show. And even meanwhile, people go to see the show when they're familiar with it. They're yep. going to want to see it. And I'm trying to think of those instances. Now we have live, but we don't have a way of bringing the Broadway show at the Kennedy Center honors for Kennedy Center, but like the big show at the Kennedy Center and yep. have that be broadcast all over the country. We don't do that. Well, what we're doing now is is Broadway HD might be helping us a little right. bit, right? And that's um, you know Stuart Lane and all of them. Um, and the nice thing is, is that they're recording them, and then once the show closes, they broadcast it. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's I good. totally understand you don't want to compete with something that is live and up and running. I I understand that from a financial aspect, but thank God Broadway HD is now coming in because now we're getting. She loves me mm-hmm. and falsettos. Gypsy, gypsy. Um, uh, 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 oh, oh, uh, um, mm, mm. we both indecent. Falsettos. All of them being broadcast on yep. PBS. So I think the issue is probably going to be one cost, yep. but also unions. Unions, I, I unions are unions. also are, yep. are kind of a pain in the ass about yep. it. I'm a union member myself. You're a union member of as well. Oh, yes. But I think people want these things out there. We want to so preserve it. There's a difference between watching She Loves Me on someone's iPhone that they posted on YouTube and seeing a a beautifully shot and edited production of it. So the reason that I want to mention the National Theatre Live is because they're doing this. And now they're doing musicals. I mean, we got to see Follies. And it was a, a lot of people didn't like it. I know a lot of people just didn't like it. Yeah. But good, we can have that debate. It's preserved, yes. You can run into someone who saw it in Australia I can talk about it. Right. It's same production. We're sharing yeah. a common story. It's not just a memory anymore. Yeah, that's a really that's really great. So the National Theater Live, it's in movie theaters all across the country. Just look for it. Unfortunately, the, the movies aren't available for commercial purchase. That's okay. Right. It's one time it's like it's, you gotta oh, it's, go when it's But they broadcast. do so many encore screenings of it. Right. You have to go and they're beautifully shot and they're beautifully edited and they are doing what we should be doing, which is giving theater to people who cannot afford financially or geographically, to come to see these shows. Right. So Broadway, regional theater, let's step up our game. And thanks to Broadway HD, but a big thank you to NT Live for saying, yeah. yes, we can do it, yeah. and we can do it pretty damn well. Well, oh, brilliant. Go to the website. Check out a filming. National Theater Live. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, so I don't have a good segue. Mine is a uh, is a cast recording that I want to celebrate of a show that I love very, very, very much. I think all the recordings of the show, of which there are three, I think they're all valid and all very, very good. But I happen to like this revival cast recording the best. Um, these songwriting team had a majorly successful off-Broadway show, then they had this Broadway show, off-Broadway show, and then they had this show, and then their last show was 1968. They, um, this is Jones and Schmidt. This is Jones and Schmidt. And what's the show? So it's not Celebration, because that was the last show. I was going to say, you covered if, that. If you can believe it, that was the last show that they ever had on Broadway, which is crazy. Um, Fantastics, obviously, is their first off-Broadway show, and um, we've talked, you know, I Do, I Do would probably be something we'll talk about in the future, but what's the other big musical from 1960, what is it, two? Oh! One ten in the shade. That's right. We've We've never the revival about this. I have to. I personally saw the roundabout revival in two thousand seven, starring the great Audrey McDonald, John Colum, Chris Invar, Bobby Steggert. Um, and I was I was just so completely moved by it. It was so beautiful. If you guys remember, it was that production that had that big cutout um, that Santa La Costa made of like the moon or slash sun. Yeah, that was like took up almost the entire back wall, lit beautifully by Christopher Ackerland. Um, and uh, it was sort of more of a, I want to say conceptual in a way. Lonnie Price, your friend and mentor, yeah. uh, directed it, and it was uh, it was a very not literal, you know, because like the the sun was shining the whole time because it hadn't rained yeah. and all of that. Steve Kazee, uh, who's going to be in Pretty Woman, I think the musical, yeah. right? he played Starbuck. Um, but this score is is a reduced orchestration. Um, yes, there's the original cast recording. With Inga Svensson. Is that her name? Inga Svensson. And, uh, and who's, still, who's still around, by the way. We should get her. Um, and then there was like a, a, a two th- then there was a recording in the late '90s that was based on the uh, n- the n- New York City Opera version, uh, but the recording was made a couple years later, but it was based on that. With oh, Karen yeah. Ziemba, if yes. you remember, and Ron Lizzie, Rains. and Ron Rains, yeah, and that was like a complete orchestral major recording. That's fine, it's great, but for my money, what? Very quickly, before I forget, I just wanted to tell you, J Records, which I think produced that one ten, yes, with Ron they Rains, did. All of their catalog is now on Apple Music. Oh, that's Sorry. fantastic. Sorry, I knew I wanted to mention it at some point. And I'm so John happy Yap you brought that, that up. Has this, that's his record If company. you go onto Apple Music, all the that's J Records stuff is on, on Spotify. there. Spotify, that's amazing. That I don't know. Sorry, oh, go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. Well, this album was put out by PS Classics, one of my favorite, favorite um, um, cast album makers of that uh, time. Um, and it, it, it captures Audra at, I would say, arguably, like, the, the peak of her career. I mean, she's such a big star. Uh, and I think maybe, I don't know if everyone loved this revival. I did. Um, but uh, hearing her sing this role was something special in my world. Yeah. Um, and I, I just love this cast recording. And I just want everyone to listen to it. I want you to, mm. I want you to hear her. Um, sing her opening song that love love don't turn my w- love don't turn 
away was <laughs> her or for just a very simple song there's the first notes that you hear her sing and it's just so it's captivating she's what's just the big beautiful. one that she sings old maid is at the end of the first old act. maid she's like uh, is it really me is the other <gasps> one is, is it, it really, really me? me suddenly i'm beautiful i mean come on that one i cry every time i hear it it's so beautiful um and uh the rain song that steve because sings is fantastic it, so you, uh, and i'm uh, sorry but no. i'm in and uh, file the the, the other love competition is yeah. he's the sheriff uh is played by chris invar whom you might know because he was floyd collins in the original floyd yeah. collins and it's great to hear his voice but the opening of the song um that overhead the sun is shining uh, it's going to be another hot day that to me is one of my favorite songs ever written. Oh. truly ever written when the rain comes so you're saying that we'll specifically listen to this revival of one this revival cast so that's recording. what we're really celebrating it's days my yes i'm celebrating the show and i'm celebrating you know Jones and Schmidt because I think they really are some of the most underrated composers that have ever existed. Revolutionary, had, yes, and they were very experimental, and they had their theater company that was off Broadway that was like very you know experimental, like trying to like it was of its time of the '60s, you know, that playing against convention, let's say. And the Fantastics breaks all rules. All rules, and I do, I do. A two-person yes, musical? Exactly. That's kind of break rules, This too. was one of their more traditional musicals that they wrote. It's kind of interesting that they never really wrote another traditional musical. And if you want, take a listen to our interview with Don Pippen, because oh. he was on that show. The original. And That's he, correct. And he talks a little bit about the making of that yes, show. I would definitely But we that. should be listening to the revival with Audra John Collins. I would just love you to go check it out, because it really is a beautiful representation of this, of this, this piece. And you really hear... Um, this songwriting team um, in a very almost contemporary feel. It's yeah. yes, it's a dated. I mean, not dated, but it's a musical comedy from the 1960s. I mean, it's what it is. But this new org, these orchestrations, these voices singing it, it makes it feels like it was written yesterday. And she's they live in a, a town where there's a drought, right? Yeah, is yeah. It's, it? And yeah. he's a swindler. It's based that on comes the Rainmaker in. by yeah. Nash, and he's you know it, it's it's exactly right, you know. And they haven't the first opening song is it's 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 not going to be another hot day. The, the rain's not coming. We need the rain. We need it to come. And this guy, very much like the Music Man, he you know he comes peddling uh, rain. You know, like if you pay him enough money, he'll bring rain to your town. And then by the time that you realize the rain's not there, he's got your money and he's left town. Except of course, the old maid, quote unquote, is the like. 20-something-year-old woman who, in that time, if you were a woman of a certain age, even in your mid-20s, uh, you were considered an old maid because you weren't married yet. And she's taking care of the three men in her, her life, her brothers, two brothers, and her dad. Um, and so she's she doesn't think she's ever going to get that kind of love. And then the Rainmaker comes, and of course, he shows her what she could be. And in doing so, she realizes what she can be, and then she realizes that she actually loves the sheriff, the little sort of plain, very somewhat boring guy, but really is the perfect guy for her, that she can really be herself. It's a beautiful story. Mm. It's a great, 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 great piece. And we'll see, we'll see uh, Mr. Kazee, you know, in this coming season. And when, Pretty Woman. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And we'll get Audra back, hopefully, at some oh point. Oh, God, I cannot. She's just one of the... And thank, you know, thank you, Audra, for not running to Hollywood and staying there. Oh, you did yeah. your private practice. You did your thing. You got your stuff. You're known. But you always come back to Broadway. You constantly make challenges. I mean, she did Porgy and Best. That's insane. That's that's insane. What a woman. I mean, what a legend that we Love get her. to have. And we get to still, she's she's at her peak still, yeah. 10 years later, because that was 2007, but she still got it. So um, I can't wait to see what she's going to bring us next. Oh, uh, great. So National Theater Live. Yep. Check out the website. Great. 
And? And 110 in the Shade, the, the revival in 2007. Check that out. It's a good oh, listen. What a great day. Yay. Bye, everybody. I was going to sing Soon It's Going to Rain, but that's oh, not from the God. show. See, so I tried to get out of this real quick because I knew we were going to like have a little... A little chat. Because it takes me a while to move my fat ass to the computer. Hey, you to rolled hit over stop. there. I mean, not rolled over there. I mean, you uh-huh, rolled the chair. Uh-huh, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Soon it's gonna rain. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.